0: Welcome to Know My Faith. My guest is Sheree Trotter from the IndigenousCoalition.org. Does it have the?
1: Well, the name is uh, Indigenous Coalition for Israel, but the website is IndigenousCoalition.org.
0: All right. So tell me about the Indigenous Coalition for Israel. What what started it?
1: Well, we got it started last year with our fellow director, uh, Honourable Alfred Naro. And uh, we wanted to provide a platform for Indigenous voices to stand in support of Israel. And um, so one of our uh, members uh, of our advisory council was the kaumatua um, Pat Ruka, mm-hmm. who sadly passed away at the end of last year. But he um, was a real visionary and uh, driving force, a uh, big part of what we were doing. And... Uh, He has done some pretty momentous things, really, in the last few years. So, for example, after New Zealand co-sponsored UN Resolution 2334, our ambassador was sent away and uh, then came back again um, some months later. Well, uh, Matua Pat organised a uh, special hui for the ambassador to welcome him back, but also by way of apologising, apologising for what New Zealand had done. This,
0: so this is the Israeli ambassador when, when he came back?
1: Yes, when the Israeli, uh, that was Ambassador Gerberg, when yep. he came back, there was a uh, porphyry, a welcome for him at team Waititi Marae in Auckland. Uh, and this was really the initiative of Matua Petruka, Ruka. And uh, it was a very powerful, very powerful event. And, you know, iwi coming together, iwi members coming from all around the motu and, and Pākehā and Jewish yep. people as well. Uh, so, um, and he organised a number of hui. And then early last year, he organised another welcome for the, the new ambassador. Yep. And um, Ran Ran Jakobi, Uh and that I was. I like him. Do you like him? Yeah, I like yeah, him. yeah. He's a good yeah. guy. And uh, that was held up at um, up at uh, Waitangi.
0: Okay, so these, are these Hui were to say, uh, we're sorry that that.
1: Well, the initial the one was uh, yeah, through. it was called a whakapaha. so it yeah. was a, a ceremony of apology, and it was something that Matua Pat felt very strongly needed to be done to put right something that had been wrong. You know, Israel had been wronged, and we needed to put it right, and so for her, there was a lot of deep yeah. meaning behind that. But this most recent one at the beginning of last year was a welcome to the new ambassador, and it was also held on Earth Day, so there was a symbolic exchange okay. of yeah. trees of the the um, olive tree and the kauri tree. And it was a very beautiful occasion. And uh, if people have a chance to, there was a short video created that really captures the um, the, the power of that that event.
0: It is powerful. When we were in Israel, which is nearly five years ago now, and I almost cry every time I say that because we want to get back, but uh, the uh, Messianic Fellowship that we were associated with, uh, moved into a new building. And so they're Jewish Messianic Fellowship, but they have a very, very close relationship with uh, an Arab Christian church. And so the Arab pastor and the Messianic congregation leader both planted an olive tree together mm, outside the, beautiful. You know, it's, it's it's very, very powerful mm. thing to do. Um, you could, if somebody's watching this or listening to this, you could almost be forgiven for thinking this is a Maori coalition, Indigenous Maori coalition for Israel, but it's not.
1: No, it's an indigenous coalition. So Maori Pacifica and um, other indigenous peoples. I mean, locally, of course, Maori are the, are the yes, indigenous yes, here. Yeah. But because you know the Maori voice is, all these voices are small on their own. So we're bringing together under an indigenous umbrella just to just to build that platform for us as indigenous peoples. And of course, a lot of Pacific people in New Zealand uh, love Israel, support mm. Israel, and it's a way. For for us in Aotearoa, New Zealand, to have a platform for for these voices. All right,
0: so we're, we're including the the Aboriginal people well, in Australia, the First Nations people?
1: It's part of our kaupapa, as it were, to um, to connect, collaborate with similar groups. And we've started to do that. So we have a connection with the um, Australian group, the Indigenous Friends of Israel there, uh, with uh, an American group and with Can- um, Canada as okay. well. And, you know, that's part of uh, what we're aiming to do. So
0: they've started, they, these are different groups
1: Yeah, they're all independent groups to us and we're just um, associating, developing associations with other groups that are already there.
0: So it must be a new thing because I haven't heard of this like 10, 15, 20 years ago.
1: Australia has been around since 2017 and um, the Indigenous bridges has been around a few years now, maybe around the same time. So yeah, maybe five to 10 years. Five to 10 years, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say.
0: And you all have a combined purpose
1: well, each group has its own individual kind of purpose. For example, Indigenous Bridges in America—they um, have a co to really uh, help the Native Americans um, in their struggles and get alongside them and so that's that's a real focus for what they're doing so so each group has a slightly different um co but you know there's a lot of similarities and yeah. and just joining hands, hands across the globe we can do something globally as well as locally and and that's what part of our intention is and um you know that has been unfolding actually yeah. um, I managed to have a couple of articles published on international platforms like um, Tablet Magazine, which is an American Jewish magazine. And as a result of that, I was invited by um, the Canadian Antisemitism Group and the Canadian Jewish Research Group to do a webinar. So I did that with them uh, in January. And then... I also had an article published in the Jerusalem Post. And as a consequence, I've got two other international webinars coming up. Okay. And one is Creative Communities, which is really based around um, Hollywood and trying to push against uh, BDS, the Boycott, Sanction, Divestment Movement. And uh, the other one's held in Tel Aviv. Unfortunately, I couldn't go to Tel Aviv this month. Would like to have, but um, I will be uh, Zooming in and Just
0: for most of us who understand understand BDS, understand it, but there might be people watching or listening that don't. Can you Mm. just unpack that a little?
1: So the boycott, sanction, divestment movement is this idea that uh, you need to sanction Israel, you need to boycott their products in order to punish Israel, basically, or pressure them um, to... to, It's a pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel kind of a a movement, but it's very discriminatory and... um, It's very counterproductive. It usually ends up in actually hurting the Palestinians. So one of the best examples is SodaStream, which... uh came under a lot of boycott. and they were they had a factory uh, in the West Bank, and as a result of the boycott against them, they had to move out of the West Bank. So in the West Bank, they were able to employ lots yeah. of Arabs. but once they moved out and they' are now in south, south of Israel because
0: they were they were an Israeli company mm,
1: yeah. yeah, so so those Palestinians are actually missing out on an income that they had previously. Yeah. So it's very harmful and its real goal is about demonising Israel and the dismantling of the state of Israel. So it doesn't work towards peace yeah. at all. It just works towards dismantling the state of and Israel. It kind of
0: backfires on the people they're trying it to does. help. does. How does the, um, the indigenous indigenous coalition for Israel, you're looking at the Jewish people as the indigenous people Mm -hmm. of the land. Mm. So how does that relate to Arab people whose families have been there for in some cases centuries?
1: So a key thing is understanding uh, what indigeneity actually means and uh, that's not withstanding the fact that There's no set definition of indigeneity. Uh, But in 2007, the UN um, set up this uh, indigenous um, kind of definition. It helped to define indigeneity. And there are a number of facets that are involved. But I think the main thing to keep in mind is that an indigenous people uh, developed their unique culture within a particular land.
0: We would say the Maori people, although we know the Maori came from... Pacifica. Yeah, the Maori culture was developed in Aotearoa. That's therefore, right. Maori are the indigenous people. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So the, okay, and we're going to be very careful here to make sure we are, we are not denigrating Palestinians mm-hmm. or Arabs at all. But but the the Arab Palestinian culture did not develop
1: no, in the, the land. as The, it the Palestinians uh, came to that area uh, around 700 AD, and their culture developed in Arabia, you know, in the wider Middle East, not in that specific land of Judea, Samaria. So that is why they are not indigenous to that land. So there is a claim that they um, descended from the Canaanites who were there before the Jews, uh, but there's actually no evidence for wow. that. And and so this is, you know, ahistorical, and it's, it's just a political weapon really to try and um, Disallow the Jews their indig- indigeneity.
0: So this is also coming in with like imposing a different culture on, and again you've got to be careful we don't get into trouble here. But 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 the the British that came to Aotearoa to New Zealand who imposed the British culture on the land.
1: Mm.
0: So the the Jews that are in the land are they imposing a culture on because of the the when you talk to to Jews. Uh, Israelis, you know, we find that their, their heritage is, is French, is mm-hmm. uh, Romanian, is Ethiopian, is all over the place. Mm. So, so what culture, if we're talking about indigenous culture, what culture is it that we're talking about with the Jews in Israel?
1: We're talking about the original indigenous culture, which, which is really connected to their scriptures, of course. And um, you'll see that a lot of the scriptures are very land-based. <laughs> you know, yep. a lot of their religion and practices are very land-based. And so, you, you know, we've got to look at the deeper history of the Jewish people, the fact that they were expelled, they were dispossessed, and, they, um, and, and that is all actually part of being Indigenous people because that's happened to Indigenous people in other parts of the world as well. They've been mm. expelled from their land, dispossessed from their land. So, you know, as Indigenous people, we, we can look at the Jewish people as being the forerunners because they've managed to re-establish um, themselves in their ancient homeland. And so that's inspiring for us as Indigenous people. We might, might not get what we had, but, you know, yep. we, can, we can re-establish some sort of mana.
0: I, uh, I remember when Mike Smith... Um, chopped down the tree or sawed down the tree on One Tree Hill in mm-hmm. Auckland, and uh, there was one comment, a letter to the editor in the Herald, and it said, "If he was so interested in the the you know Maori land rights and everything, why did he use a white man's chainsaw?" Uh, to which I responded, "I said, well, that's pretty arrogant of you to assume a white man invented the chainsaw, <laughs> but the but the other question, the other answer is, it's the, it, then it was the 20th century. Now we're not going back to the." 18th or 19th century, Mm. Maori used chainsaws. Maori drive cars. So the the culture, so when we're talking indigenous culture, it it doesn't have to be as it was in the days of Jesus.
1: No, no. And for Maori culture, just, you know, um, jumping in on that idea, uh, Maori were always open to innovation, to new things. You know, we were very keen to trade for those axes, which yep. was the new technology. So, you know, Māori culture is not set in stone. And, and, nobody's culture. Know, well, nobody's, actually, no, a
0: de- the only one that is is a dead culture.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and it, it shifts and changes, but there are aspects of it that you hold on to, and they're, they're to do with, you know, ancestry, um Fuck papa for Māori, mm-hmm. same for Jewish. Fuck papa. Yeah. Um, these are important aspects of indigeneity, and you know the practices that are connected to the land is very clear in Jewish culture and also in Māori culture.
0: Um, you talked about uh, yourself and Alfred Naro uh, heading up the coalition. Um, you're both believers. Mm-hmm. Is, it a, is the coalition a Christian?
1: Yeah, well, we call it a Christian initiative, Initiative, and, okay. and that's just being clear about where we're coming from uh, with what we're trying to do. But uh, but what we but we are really wanting to speak into the political space. Um, we're not a ministry as such, and there are a lot of Christian. Uh, ministries out there, but because we have this distinctive, I suppose, of being Indigenous people and really wanting to highlight the Indigenous connection with the Jewish people and the Indigenous argument, Mm. which is quite current at the moment. And, uh, you know, the reason it's it's so Mm. very important is because it's being used effectively as a political weapon against the Jewish people, particularly at the U.N., yeah. So so the UN is uh like the end of last year there was a Jerusalem resolution which didn't even name, give the Jewish name for for the you know, the Ha yeah. Ha Bait, the HaKotel. It wasn't even referred to in the resolution. And when you read that resolution, it goes even further to try and completely um Disconnect any Jewish connection to Israel.
0: It's interesting when I um when I moved to Katikati Kati to pastor the Christian Center, one of the first things I did was uh, the, it, w- it was a, it was a meeting on on four New New Zealanders for immigrants. And uh, what the lady did that was running it, she put a large map of our country on the floor, and it had all the Maori place names on it, you know, to Waipunamu, Aotearoa, and then she handed out these cards that had the English names on it. And she goes, put these in the right place. So everybody goes around and puts Auckland over, you know, Tamaki uh, and, Makaurau and she goes, what have you done? And I said, I just stole their country. All yeah. I did was I yeah. took away their language and I imposed my... And so you're saying this is similar to what the UN is doing
1: Yes, and Israel. that's a type of colonisation, cultural colonisation. And that's what the UN is doing, is colonising the Jewish connection to Jerusalem of all places. Yeah. So, this is why the uh, I think the indigenous argument is is important to understand, um, because there's been this false idea that's been um, propagated for a number of years that Palestinians are the indigenous people and the Israelis or the Jews came in as colonizers and took over yeah. the land and and that's incorrect. that's factually historically incorrect.
0: Are you wanting people to join? The coalition, are you wanting them to just support the coalition? What do we yeah, do? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so what is the process?
1: Well, go on oh, to Hang our... on,
0: I'm not Indigenous, so...
1: Oh, no, well, it's a, we want support from, from anybody who agrees with our Papa and wants to help us with it and follow us. Uh, so we have a website. You can go on and sign up for newsletter. We've got um, Facebook. Uh, so we send out semi-regular newsletters. Um, yeah. And yes, support us, support us financially. We welcome that.
0: Uh, Sheree, thank you so much for your time.
1: You're welcome.